How's it going, you guys? Welcome to your morning cup. First things first, the United States has officially announced sanctions on the whole Belarus ordeal that we spoke about, well, yesterday. It turns out that the United States has taken notice of the fact that Belarus have committed what many nations now have called state hijacking just so that they could arrest an opposition journalist, which by all means is illegal. Now, considering that, the Biden administration said that sanctions against nine Belarusian state-owned enterprises have been put in place. They're drawing up a list of targeted sanctions against key members of the Belarusian government. The US has also warned its citizens from traveling to Belarus. So things are getting heated up considering that Belarus couldn't think in a billion years that they would just get away with something like this considering the fact that international laws are also a thing today. Human rights committees have called foul play from all aspects of the imagination considering that this is not what people expect to happen in the 21st century with journalists at least just for doing their job. We understand that Myanmar's opposition government has now set up a defense force to fight the military where we found that the civilians had taken up arms to fight the coup. Now we've got a standalone military against the existing military. The entire nation is so close to breaking out into complete civil war that it's just scary to even think about what might be the consequences of a country in the heart of Asia to go to civil war. National unity government set, uh, set up by opponents of the military coup in Myanmar first said that its branch of recruits had finished training a new defense force. A video of the graduation ceremony was released and the national unity government had announced that it would form a people's defense force to fight the Myanmarese military, thereby every worst nightmare of a civil war inducing in a country to reality. If nothing goes unchecked now, we're going to find out that countries like India, countries like China and numerous other countries that are super in, in very close proximity to Myanmar are going to be well dealing with intensive fallout in terms of refugees, in terms of lives lost, in terms of well, if things truly get out of hand, economical distress in the region because things cannot be taken for granted if there's infighting in the region. If foreign bodies start getting involved, we're looking at countries that are going to launch proxy wars in Myanmar just because of this. And wherever other nations can get involved in proxy wars is always a dangerous thing. So the same concerns rising between the Israel and Palestine conflict. Mahindra Group Chairman Anand Mahindra has said that the mystery around the origins of the coronavirus is so frustrating that it would have well frustrated Sherlock Holmes as well. The world has been pressing on good science and requires a thorough analysis of the provinces that are in question about the origins of the thing and the and the lab that they are in question about whole, the whole agenda of it leaking when it comes to this. And yeah, in, in all aspects of things, the only reason I'm covering this story is so that I put this seed into the universe. People who make Sherlock with Benedict Cumberbatch should come back with an episode on the origins of the coronavirus even though it's fiction and that realm of the equation considering the fact that of course they can't openly point fingers at where a pandemic began because there are consequences to those things but it would make a fun ordeal just to embark upon you know just venture down that line to see what might lay past behind beyond the initial horizons of the discussion now this is something that is quite interesting to talk about a video showing 14 ufos over u.s navy ships in 2019 was just released by the pentagon 
Now, a UFO filmmaker has shared a video clip depicting radar footage that he claims shows at least 14 unidentified flying objects over a US Navy ship off the coast of San Diego almost two years ago. This completely coincides with the video footage that was released by the Pentagon. Two Navy pilots came across an unidentified flying object that was evading them at and doing maneuvers at mark speeds that they can't even believe were possible. Also, it was seamlessly transitioning between mediums in terms of air and water. It would predict the movement of the jets. It would also actively jam their radar, which is an act of war. By all aspects of the imagination, this was the push that I needed to go further with the project that I had initially started called Disclosure 101 on this channel. And now I believe is the absolute right time to dive in headfirst into the phenomena and try to put forth UFO footage and UFO documents that are actually valid to put forth then an argument that cannot be refuted by the critics and the skeptics. And I understand that because I'm a skeptic myself in some margin. And I understand the fact that accurate proof is required for anything to be widely accepted even by those that are in reputed positions. Today onwards I'm announcing the fact that Disclosure 101 is coming back and it's coming back in full swing. We're going to be looking at a ton of footage. We're going to be breaking down a ton of footage. And I'm going to be putting forth both accurate footage as well as inaccurate footage to make sure that you guys know the difference. If you're ever watching this video and you come across footage about UFOs or the phenomena in general, by no means are you supposed to take it lightly anymore because the Pentagon and the United States government is putting out statements regarding it. Also, the last COVID bill that was passed under the Trump administration had a sneaky little addition to it that demanded that within six months of the bill passing, all of the bodies of the United States government that gathered information about UFOs or similar phenomena have to disclose all of that information to Congress. And if you don't believe this, look it up on Google. It's an actual fact. So gone are the days wherein you could call someone cuckoo for believing in the phenomena or understanding that there's actually a bigger picture of things in here. But yeah, keep an eye out for Disclosure 101. That's the important bit. Also, the final story of the day. We spoke about PETA reaching out to Amul, the one of the biggest dairy producers in all of the Asian subcontinent and in India in general. Well, after the people for the ethical treatment of animals asked Amul to switch to, well, vegan milk, Amul questioned that who would be responsible for giving livelihood to the 100 million dairy farmers that Amul is affiliated with? Who will pay for their children's schooling? How many people as a standalone producer of milk can afford expensive lab-manufactured factory foods. And this was put forth as a statement by the managing director of Amul, R.S. Sodhi. So, consider shots to be revert-fired if you thought that shots were fired in the first place when Peter said that use vegan milk to Amul. Well, come up with an argument that is better than that, Peter, and well, maybe your argument would hold certain ground with the public in general because this statement didn't garner any momentum whatsoever.